More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a shh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney it's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Hey. All right, I got a lot to get into today. Uh, Dell Technology World Golf Championship recap and my thoughts on that for everybody that wants to see more match play events on the PGA Tour. This is exactly why they don't have more match play events on the PGA Tour. Oh my goodness gracious. Now I, I gotta admit I'm a golf nut so I'm watching all this. I like to not, you know, Wednesday... Yeah, it didn't really do much for me. Thursday didn't do so much for me. Friday I really enjoyed because there was some finality to it. I mean, guys were, were going to go home. There was a ton of playoffs uh, for the you know the bracket winners, and that was all good stuff. But, oh, my goodness gracious. The goth that was played on Sunday was just – Absolutely horrendous. I mean, for the most ardent golf fan, I mean, that was hard to watch. Oh, my goodness. No no matter how the announcers like to sugarcoat it, and oh, my goodness, that's their job, isn't it? I mean, they're going to, you know, just at nauseam tell you how 
you know, great everybody is and how great everybody's playing. And, of course, they pick their favorites and they love Scotty Scheffler. And, I mean, I like Scotty Scheffler. He seems like a nice kid. I mean, he's got a, you know, a nice demeanor, you know, a little different swing. So, you, you know, that, that that's kind of attractive to, to people. Uh, University of Texas guy from Texas. They're playing down in Austin. I mean, it's a great story. They, they wanted him to win. That was so obvious. You know what they really want on the PGA Tour is they like young guys to be the next great whatever. And they're always trying to figure out who's the young guy that's going to be the next great whatever. And they've got Scotty Schiffler on their list. I mean, now he's he has, you know, played played well. I mean, there's no, you know, I'm not, not going to deny that. I mean, he had an incredible rookie season finished fifth at the tour championship and fifth for the FedEx cup last year. It was great. 23 events, seven top 10 finishes. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, fourth at the PJ, everybody, you know, looks at that and says, Oh my God, I almost won a major. Well, I mean, I look at it and say he finished 65, 68, uh, the last two rounds that is as backdoor and as you can get coming in, but fourth is fourth. I'm going to, I'm, I'm not, take, I'm not trying to take anything away from it. I'm just saying, <laughs> You know, if you had the lead uh, after three rounds and shot 75 or 76 or whatever on Sunday and finished fourth, I got to be honest with you, I personally would give that more respect. I'm I'm not giving disrespect to a a fourth place finish, but just, just how you get to fourth place. You know, if a guy doesn't finish it off and he's, and he's a, a, a young player, uh, you know, I would look at it and I'd say, okay, you know, here, here's a guy that's 24 years old. He's going to finish out how to, you know, he's going to figure out how to finish out these tournaments. And that's pretty darn incredible that he put himself in that position. I mean, like Matthew Wolf last year at the U.S. Open. Okay, but I am not one of these guys that looks at all these top 10 finishes and thinks, well, this guy is getting ready to win. I mean, I remember back in the day, when, you know, I, I was coaching Marco Mira. Marco Mira uh, had uh, been rookie of the year, his first year on tour, struggled with second year on tour, uh, barely kept his card. That's when I started coaching him. Uh, the, the Two years later, he finished uh, like second on the money list on the PGA Tour, had all these top 10 finishes. But quite honestly, did, did not have many chances to win. I mean, there were just a lot of, you know, Get yourself into the top ten, but but not a lot of. And it wasn't like he was blowing chances to win, but you did get the feeling that hey, uh, you know, keep progressing like this, and some some wins would would come, and they and they did. I mean, obviously enough of them to get him in the Hall of Fame. But the the fact is, is just not every top ten finish is the same. I, you just can't look at top ten finishes and say, okay, this guy is is almost almost ready to win. Uh, it's just it's just not the case. But, you know, Scheffler f- finished fourth at the PGA. But at the Tour Championship, he shoots 66-65 the last two rounds to finish fifth. So, that's, that's another great top five finish. You know, good field, even though there's only 29 guys to beat, 30 people in the field, 29 plus yourself. But still, finishing fifth on that kind of field is, is, a, is a darn good tournament. But it's another backdoor situation anyway. I, they, they were just cheering for him so much. 
And I, you know, I, hey, I got to admit, I was cheering for him too. I, you know, it's, it's, it, I like good stories in golf. And, every, you know, the, the media loves the good, good stories of golf. So they pick out what they think would be a good story. And that's who they want to uh, cheer for. Uh, I like Billy Horshaw. I mean, he, you know, he seems like a nice guy and he's, he's, he's got a good story and he hadn't won in four years. And, uh, you know, he's a, a confident guy. Uh, n- not, not as much to back it up, but, uh, you know, he wins the, the WGC event. This is the, you know, next best thing to, uh, a major championship, I guess. He's also won the tour championship. I mean, I, I don't know how you would rate all this stuff. I guess you'd rate, I mean, I would rate, here's how I would rate it. Four major championships. Then I put the players next. Then I would put the stroke play WGC tournaments. And then I would put, uh, you know, I, I don't know, put whatever in tour championship, uh, playoff events. I'd probably put play. I would put playoff events, uh, PJ tour playoff events and tour championship. I would put that above. Uh, I just I just don't rate the match play that high. I mean, it's just let's face it. Match play tournaments are tournaments where you know this one you got a good field, but match play tournaments are in many ways, you know, in many ways they're difficult to win. You got to play a lot of holes. You've got to you know invariably you know you could face a hot player and, and you could shoot you know sixty six and lose. So I mean, it's 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 hard to win those tournaments, but. By the same token, they're also the easiest tournaments to win. You only got to beat one guy. You could not play well, and somebody else plays worse, and you could win. I just don't. Yeah, you know, I, I don't bundle the World Golf Championship events in uh, all together. I just don't. I'll put the stroke play events up there because of the field, but don't don't put the don't put the match play in there. I'm sorry. I just I, I can't I, I can't do that. I'm not I'm not taking anything away from the win and a. Uh, the checks all cash the same. Uh, it's a big tournament for Billy Horschel to win. Uh, four years since he won, he went from 34th in the world to 17th in the world, you know, uh, way up on the uh, FedEx Cup points and, you know, so on and, 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 and so forth. And it's a, it's, a, it's a great win. But the level of golf played on Sunday was just, whoa, oh, my goodness. Gracious. I mean, that was absolutely awful. Now, I'm going to explain to you just how awful that was uh, when we come back. If you haven't uh, subscribed to my instructional uh, videos, go to HaneyUniversity.com and do that so that you get uh, great tips that I give out, help you lower your uh, handicap this year. Golf season's upon us. It won't. It's been upon us for quite a while where I'm at in Scottsdale, but uh, it, it's getting there, really getting there all, all across the country. Before you know it, everybody's going to be out there. Why not make this your best year of golf ever? Get some free advice. Uh, HaneyUniversity.com. That's where you go. All right. We'll be right back. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so here, here's what you had on, on Sunday. Well, first off, Sunday, you got the semifinals in the morning, you got the finals in the afternoon. All right, now... In the in the quarterfinals, this was back to Saturday. You had John Rahm, third ranked player in the world, and you had Tommy Fleetwood, the twenty first player in the world, and everybody else was thirtieth and below. Scotty Schiffler, thirtieth, uh, Garcia, thirty ninth, Brian Harmon, fifty fourth, Kucher, fifty second. Oh my gosh. Uh, Victor Perez, 31st, Billy Horschel, 32nd, Every, everybody else. And then, of course, Rom loses, and uh, it is Schiffler, and Fleetwood loses, who had, Fleetwood had played terrible the whole time, by the way. He was one of, he's, he's one of those guys that I talked about that just, you know, you get, you get uh, lucky and you, you just run through a bunch of matches where 
you know, nobody looks like they're going to do anything. And you just, you just, Hey, here I am. And then of course, everybody, you know, talks about Tommy Fleetwood. Like he's like, you know, you know, when he was in the top 10 or right thereabouts, everybody was like, this guy's, you know, this guy's a new slice bread. Well, now he's 24th in the world, by the way. Uh, and, and he hasn't been playing any good and he didn't play good in this term, but he just, he just, you know, he, he worked his way to the corner quarterfinals. I mean, he just, he just did. Now he did play good in a round of 16. I mean, he, 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 uh, he shot six under, but that six under in the round of 16, uh, prior to that, he was one under for the, 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 uh, the, the first th- three matches. So, so nothing, I mean, there just nothing had happened. And then he, and then he works his way into the you know the the quarterfinals and you know and and he, you know he didn't play, he didn't play any good there either so it just it, this this is what what happens in this event so many times and and of course then you got the semifinals and you got Perez thirty first in the world against Horschel thirty second and you know that was a slugfest. Uh, Horschel wins three and two. I mean, I, this was hard to watch. I got to be honest with you. Uh, uh, Horschel wins three and two. He shoots even par. Okay. Uh, Victor Perez, who actually had played, you know, very well, uh, you know, in, in the tournament. Of course, all the announcers, hey, everybody, you know, this, uh, you know, you're, he's an up and comer and he's from France. And, uh, you know, now we know your name and, you know, you're going to be in da 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 da. By the way, he's 179th in strokes gained T to green on the PJ Tour. So the fact that you learned his name uh, is great. Uh, you'll be forgetting his name just as fast as you learned his name because when you're 179th on the PGA Tour and strokes gain tee to green, uh, you're you're not you're you're not you're not doing anything. I mean that's just the way. You know, let's face it. There, there's there's uh, how many guys on the PGA Tour? Okay, can you really count that? You look and say, okay, those are elite players. I mean, I don't know how far down the list you go. Dustin Johnson number one, Justin Thomas number two, John Rahm number three. Uh, Colin Morikawa four, Bryson DeChambeau five. I mean, what what do you then? Where do we go? I mean, you know, you you can hopscotch over a few and get to Rory uh, at eleven. Kepka at twelve. He's hurt. Um, you know what? What else? I mean, Patrick Reed. I mean, he's seventh in the world. I mean, it's. It, it, yeah. But but the top five. It's really five guys, to be honest with you. Uh, the the five guys. Uh, and you know, and throw Rory and, and you know, Kepka in there. If Kepka's not hurt and Rory ever shows up, throw those guys in there. Maybe, you know, we'll put in seven, seven, seven guys. That's about what you got. That's about it. I mean, to be honest with you, now the, the, there's a ton of guys that are capable. There's no doubt about that. But those those five guys are just you know, typically uh, they, they're they're on a different level. And what I mean by that is just their ball striking. Well, that's the number one thing you got to look at. Okay. So Dustin Johnson, sixth in the uh, strokes gained tee to green. Justin Thomas, fifth strokes gained tee to green. John Rahm, second strokes gained tee to green. Colleen Morikawa, third strokes gained tee to green. Bryson DeChambeau, first strokes gained tee to green. All right. There, there, there you go. Now, no, you know, the only person I didn't listen there was the fourth, and the fourth is this Will Zalatoris. Okay, so, so if you want to keep an eye on a young guy, uh, that's the young guy to keep an eye on. 
They certainly, certainly one of them. That's that guy. I mean, let's keep an eye on that guy right there. Uh, more than than uh, some of these other guys that they want to tell you to keep an eye on. But the the the, the Saturday, uh, you know, rounds were. I mean, you know, they they were okay too. But I mean. It just it lost its luster for sure. But but the the, the semifinals on Sunday, Horschel beats uh, Perez. You know, Horschel's even par, and this is not a hard golf course. Come on, let's all the the par fives are reachable. They're, they're, they got a two hundred eighty yard par four, like another par four you could drive. I mean, they're wedging it all over the place out there. I mean, let's you know, guys are you know we're we're making. You know, Fleetwood made six uh, shoot six under in his uh, quarterfinal match, or whatever his uh, round of sixteen match when he dusted uh, uh, Fratilli. That was a, a four and three. He was six under par. I mean, there were scores to be had out there. Uh, you know, guys were were playing, but then when it, when it got to you know the the semifinals, Horschel beats Perez even par to, to Perez shoots four over par. Seriously. I mean, it's a pay. These are this is a you know, this is a, a world golf championship event. Four over par. It's awful. Uh, and then you got uh, you know Scheffler beats Kuchar. Okay, how was that? Okay, well, what what did Scheffler shoot? Scheffler shoots uh, even par. Uh, Kuchar shoots uh, you know like one over, right? and Scheffler wins one up. Yeah, so you get a here's what you get for everybody that wants match more match play tournaments. You, you get uh, Saturday and Sunday when everybody you know can really watch golf. I mean, let's face it; those are where the biggest audiences come. And you know, I like watching match play. There's no doubt about it. But I mean, you watch on uh, you know the, the the semifinals, and that's what they shoot. I mean, jeez. An even par beats a four over, and, a, and an even par beats a one over. And then you go to the finals, and you got Horschel against Scheffler. Of course, everybody, you know, the, 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 they're cheering for Scheffler. Uh, you know, he's going to be the new new young guy. He's a, by the way, so far he he's not going to be the new young guy. I mean, let's. Uh, it, it's just that's just kind of the the, the way it is. But uh, he, he, the, the scores are nothing. Then you get the finals, and it's one over par beats two over par. Oh my God, that is horrible golf. I mean, we're not talking. This is not a U.S. Open. This is not a you know. There's pressure. Yeah, it's a big tournament for these guys. But it, it's this is not this is not to be confused with a, a stern test of golf. Come on, it was not like the wind was blowing forty miles an hour or something out there. It was a little windy, but it wasn't that. One over par beats two over par. Oh boy, man, that's just uh, I don't know. That's not uh, that's not what you call great. Now maybe they got worn out. Maybe uh, you know so, so many holes of golf. They like they they you know when they were listing all the excuses. That's one of the things they came up with. Uh, if you if you told all the the rounds that everybody played. This is the way it can. This is interesting. And I, 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 this is the way I follow it. You know, I was talking with Minnesota Tim the other day and we were doing the, uh, you know, the picks, you know, who's going to come out of the bracket. There's nothing to go by. I mean, that's just a horrible bet betting on that. I, I think I had picked like three players that made it in them out of my brackets. It's just, I, they, they would not, I would never bet that. I said, I'll pick this, but I'm not going to, I would not bet it. I would wait till after the, uh, 
you know, the brackets are decided, see how everybody's playing, then I would have made my bets. But but the way that I do it is I, fo- I follow and I keep track of how each player's playing. They see, I, when I watch this whole telecast, nobody ever told me anything about that. Nobody said anything about that. But I I, I follow, and I watch it every day. I, I, I follow the players and I see what they're, what they're shooting. Okay. So here's how it, it, it broke out. Now, now Horschel wins. Okay. He, he wins that uh, final, that, that uh, riveting final. He shoots one over par. Neither player made a birdie. Like uh, Scheffler made a birdie that was conceded. I think it was on the second hole. Horschel had made a bogey and he conceded him a birdie putt. And then Horschel chipped it in. Neither player made a putt for birdie. And Horschel chipped it in on like fifth, fifth hole or something. Chipped it in for birdie. Nobody made a birdie. I mean, like a, a drive, an iron, or an iron, and then a putt. Nobody made a birdie the whole time. Oh, my God. That's hard to watch. And it was just like one, you know, let's get a ruling. Let's get another ruling. Scheffler, let's get another ruling. Let's get another ruling. Oh, he's over in the tent. Oh, he's over in the this. Oh, he's in the water. He's in the, the you know, par five. You know, layup. You got a hundred something yards to the right. He hits in the water to the left. Oh, I can tie that hole with bogeys. Oh boy, that was hard to watch. It really was. At the end of the at the whole end, though, uh, Horschel finishes thirteen under for the all the holes they played. How many ever holes that was? Uh, and Scotty Schiffler was, you know, he would have been. And this is a, a you know estimate because there's some gimmies in there somewhere. You know, guys say, "Hey, that's good" or whatever. But this is so it's a little rough estimate. But Horschel thirteen under, Scheffler eighteen under. So Scheffler actually, you know, beat him by five shots. For all the holes they played, but he he doesn't win the tournament. He finishes second. Yeah, nice payday, but uh, you know he's, he's, he still hasn't uh, hasn't been able to, to to notch the 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 victory. But that's the way it goes in match play. See, that's why I say you know match play can be the hardest uh, event to win because you could run into a buzzsaw and and you play good and the other guy just plays better, or it could be the easiest event to win because. You end up losing to somebody by five strokes. I mean, if that was a stroke play event, five strokes, and yet you know he beats them. He wins the uh, he wins the tournament. I mean, how about how about some of these matches where guys would would beat the guy in the bracket, then the guy would lose, and then they go and have a playoff, and then the guy uh, ends up beating him in the playoff. That's the, the same guy that he lost to. You know, or, you know, he, they lost to. He beats the guy, and then he's in. How you advance through the bracket after you, uh, you know, you lost to the guy that, that didn't advance. Man, alive. that's something else, isn't it? Well, that's the way this 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 happens. I don't know about this this bracket thing. I mean, the whole idea is to keep guys around. It was nice, though. I mean, I, I got to say that, uh, you know, with all those playoffs on Friday, that was pretty interesting. A lot of, you know, Sutton Hall, I think they had like seven of them. But that was that was pretty, that was pretty good stuff. And you know, Scotty Scheffler played good on on that uh, quarterfinals. I mean, he shot seven under. You know, three and one on Rom. Rom shot five under that round, by the way. Uh, and Rom, what it was eighteen under for all the holes he played. You know, that's pretty strong. You know, you could you can look. You know, he lost to this guy. Lost. I mean, you got, I look at how they played. No, don't. Not who who lost or who beat who or who. You know. Uh, 
you know, you know, some of these guys didn't didn't play that good and advanced pretty far. I told you about Fleetwood, and there's others. I mean, they, you know, they they they, they got a lot farther than they than they should have. I mean, um, you know, Jordan Spieth, he didn't play any good. Uh, this Van Royen, I mean, he 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 made it to the you know to the match with uh, Rom, and I mean, it just you know he. They just, you know, he was two under par in the holes he played. That, you know, that wasn't any good. Fleetwood was one under par with the hole. I mean, they did, you know, until he got to to Fertilli, and then he played, you know, played a good round there. Uh, but you know, some of the guys didn't didn't play. You know, Poulter, he he was okay. Uh, you know, seven under, and then he ran into Scheffler. But I mean, that's seven under for three. You know, that's not that's not that good. I mean, they were talking a couple under a round. I mean, it's not like, you know, he, he walks around like he's, he's, he's you know, just won the green jacket or something. You know, I don't know. Anyway, it's just, it's, match play's funny. It's weird. Um, I, I talked about Scotty Scheffler, and uh, I want to, I want to, I want to give you a little more information on him. I mean, he, he seems like a good player. He's going to be a good player, all that. But uh, let, let, let me, let me give you a little, little insight into into what his statistics say and then let's let's see if he's he's is is uh gonna be all that and more let's well i mean it's early we don't know i mean he's got plenty of time to develop i'm just saying let's just look at what we got so far and we'll do that when we when we come back let me remind you to get your voodoo pain relief cream uh, arthritis pain is awful anybody who has it knows what i'm talking about uh, this product works fantastic Give it a try. You can try it for free. Just go to voodoopainrelief.com and get your free two-week supply and try it. I mean, that's just all I can do for you, all these free offers. I mean, that's all you got to do is go try it. Try it, and you will notice uh, some relief uh, better than any product you've tried. That's just, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, and read the testimonials on the website, and you'll see what I say. Voodoopainrelief.com. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes 
to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, when I look at all you know these statistics, like I do all the time, I am looking at certain statistics. I'm looking at strokes gain statistics, which compares a player's performance against his peers. I'm looking at strokes gain T to green, which is a big one. I went through you know all the, the top players and where they rank, and they're all you know top ten or better strokes gain T to green. Top five, the top five guys are the top five guys right now in the world ranking. Uh, the the worst in strokes gained tee to green is sixth. So that, that it's pretty obvious that that is a huge huge indicator. And if somebody is going to be uh, all that and more, they they need to show up in those statistical categories. That that one in particular. I, I also obviously look at putting because you know you can you can ball strike your way to a top ten or a top whatever you know, 15, something like, I don't know, but you're not going to win if you don't putt. You have to putt. Uh, so when you see somebody that's a, a great tee to green player and is a, a very, very good putter, uh, then you got a formula for, for, you know, real success, but you got to look at other things too. I mean, I look at distance. That's an important factor. Bryson DeChambeau's done great. obviously in that category, that reduces the par of the golf course from a 72 down to a 68 because there are no par fives. But the, the other thing, if you're if you're great with your distance, you've got to be good with your wedges because you're going to have wedges all the time. So that's another statistic that I look at, 50 to 125 yards. Obviously, look at the short game because you're going to miss greens. And even on the par fives, you're going to be around the green. You want to get that ball up and in. Uh, how good are they with the irons? How good are they off the tee? Uh, how much do they three putt? These are the things that I look at. Sand saves. How how good are they with their their sand game? How how close do they get it? Not just saves, but how cl- close do they get the ball the hole uh, out of the bunker? So, you know, I look at this, and I was talking about Scotty Scheffler, and you know, because like because when I listen to everybody go on and on and on, and it, I I like Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he's you know, I like I like to see him do do good. I mean, I, you know, I'm a Dallas guy. He's a Dallas guy. I mean, I, you know, he's got a good attitude. 
looks like an incredibly nice kid. And, you know, I mean, I, he, he, we just, you know, golf needs more guys like Scotty Scheffler. I think, he, you know, he, he's, he's a, a good guy. Nope, no, no, I'm not, you know, arguing that, but I look and I think, okay. And when I look up the stats, I look and say, can this guy be all that and more? All right. So here's what I see. Uh, strokes gain T to green, 37th. Okay. That's not, uh, that's, you know, that's good. You, you, have, you have a nice run. You have a nice career. No, no doubt about it. Uh, putting 92nd. I mean, that's, you know, combine 92nd in putting with uh, top 10 strokes gain T to green. And you've got a top, you know, you got a top 15 player. But that's what you got. Um, approach shot to the green, 125th. You know, uh, distance, maybe, well, it's getting over the power of the golf course, 33rd. Yeah, so it's not bad. You know, long on day, he was 16th last year, so he's, he's long enough. You know, he's 179th from 50 to 125 yards. So when you're, you're that long, you know, if you're long, but you, you're not great with the wedges, I mean, that wasn't, that's not good. That one wedge he hit out there in that one that match, Warshall match, I mean, he, you know, he, where he three-potted and lost the hole, I mean, he had a, you know, he barely got on the green, and that was an awful shot. Just, just awful. Anyway, it's just, it. you got, you have to see statistics that, you know, back up what everybody's saying. These guys, these guys, these announcers just say all this stuff, you know, and this, this and that, and he's, 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 he's all this and more. And I like, you know, give me something to back it up. Yeah, give, give, give me some backup on this stuff. Don't just tell me to, you know, that I'm supposed to believe what you say or what you see, because you're just like, it's just wishful thinking. They want all these guys to be all that and more. And 37 strokes gained tee to green is not all that and more. Now, last year he was 10th, okay? But, it, but you know, this year he's 37th. That's a big that, – that, that's there's a big difference between 10th and 37th. But last year he's 117th in putting. This year he's 92nd. So, I mean, there's – the putting's marginally better. The ball striking's, uh, you know, worse. 125th approach shot to the green. Last year was 33rd. You know, the, the ball striking's worse. You know, which, you know, one year you look and you can't say, well, this guy's going to be this or going to be that. You got to, you got to see, you know, one year could be an aberration. I mean, it could be just a, you, you look for improvement and you look for consistency. That's what you, that's what you look for. I mean, it's not bad. I'm not saying that these are terrible statistics. They're not. But, you know, I mean, he hadn't won a tournament. And I'm just telling you why he hasn't won a tournament. Uh, the top tens are misleading. There's some good backdoor top tens. Uh, the you know it's not like he's blowing these tournaments. All these you know he's, he's going to win soon. Well, when's he going to win? I mean, he get, let's him get in contention first. Now he was there. You know he was right there. He was right there to win. You know an overblown World Golf Championship event. That's the easiest World Golf Championship event you could ever win. He was right there to do it. Right there. Playing on in front of a home crowd, University of Texas, Austin, Texas. They love their, uh, you know, fellow Longhorns. And he's playing on a golf course that he played in college. 
a huge advantage, played the course in college, couldn't make a putt to save his life, you know, made nothing, 92nd in putting, by the way, uh, made nothing. And, you know, uh, he, what, what, does he, what, what do you have to shoot? You know, he plays Billy Horschel. I mean, Billy Horschel shoots one over par and beats him. Scotty Scheffler shoots two over par. Wow. I mean, that, that, uh, I mean, you don't have to beat a field. You don't have to beat a field. You don't have to beat, you know, Tiger Woods in his heyday. You don't have to beat Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. You don't have to beat any of these guys. You got to beat Billy Horschel. And he shoots one over par. And he couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And it wasn't like it just, it wasn't like it was a, a, it wasn't just like a, you know, like, well, he had him and then let him, you know, couldn't finish. If you have, once again, if you have him and you can't finish, I think you'll overcome that. You'll fit, you'll figure that out. I mean, he just played awful. Awful. I mean, just awful. And couldn't, and, and, you know, didn't, didn't even put a scare in the guy and could, could, couldn't, couldn't make a birdie. Couldn't make a birdie. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know if it, it's, you know, it, it, not saying he's not going to be really, really good. I just hold off on the Hall of Fame talk. It's, it's going to, you know, he's, 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 he's can, he can get there, uh, but got to improve. Yeah, they all do. Everybody's got to improve. I mean, it's, you know, that's just the, the, the way it is. But what a big difference. Big difference. Huge difference. Huge, huge, huge difference. It is night and day difference between the top five players in the world. Okay. Oh, those guys and, and, and anybody, you know, even the rest of the top 10, to be honest with you. You know, the top five have all won major championships. And the in the rest of the top ten, you got Cantley's won. Cantley hasn't won. Hatton hadn't won. Shoffley hasn't won. You know, Reed's got one, and Webb Simpson's got one. And then you go Rory and Kepka. You know, and obviously they, they they're you know on four each, so they're they're in a you know different league. But Rory's playing terrible. Kepka has is hurt. And then you got Finau, Hovland, Berger. None of them won a major. That's your top fifteen right there. So it's really the top five. That's your, that's your that's that's where your your players are. You know the the top five players stand alone, and they are in a just a a, a much much different league. They are. And uh, after this World Golf Championship, great finish. It moved Billy Horschel from thirty fourth to seventeenth. And Scotty Scheffler from 32nd to 22nd. Uh, and they did that. They moved up from 34th to 17th with a one over par uh, round. And Scheffler moved from 32nd to 22nd with a two over par round. So uh, you got to take that with a grain of salt. That's That's all I'm saying right there. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Hey, I'm on this cameo too. 
check that out too. Uh, Cameo.com. That's uh, get on there and give a little message of uh, support or a lesson or a, a uh, birthday wishes, something you know. I mean, a little coaching advice, anything. This is a cool thing, Cameo. I just got just got on that, and that's uh, that, that's a lot of fun. Uh, but register for my free instructional emails at uh, HaneyUniversity.com and get your free Voodoo Pain Relief at VoodooPainRelief.com. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app so you get the podcast every day. And we'll have more for you tomorrow. I got more analysis to, uh, tomorrow on, on, the, on the young players, all the young players, the young young ones. Who's, who's the real young gun? And we're going get to get into that a little bit. I hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you then. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.